Okay, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, welcome to a special edition of our Thursday night. Chumash and challenge here, and it's special because right now, we don't seem to have any Chumash, we don't seem to have any challenge. We're going to be talking about Rosh Hashanah, so that we drop the Chumash. And the challenge, I'm informed, is on its way. I've been informed it's on its way. There's obviously, you know, you get to the end of the year, people get very busy and, and very uh, busy. So I've been informed that Shalant is on the way, but we're going to start nevertheless. So we're going to start the Thursday night Chumash and Shalant without any Chumash, without any Shalant, but let's jump into Rosh Hashanah. Let's talk about Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is right around the corner. And specifically, let's focus on some of the aspects of the Tfilis of Rosh Hashanah, the special prayers that we say in Rosh Hashanah. And uh, as we know, in the Shemona Esrei of, of Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, and the 10 days of repentance, there are a whole bunch of special changes that we make, special insertions, lines that we put in. How many different lines do we put into Shemona Esrei this time of year? How many extra lines do we put in? I'm not talking about changes in the text, like there are a number of places where we insert an extra prayer. How many total? Close. You went over a little bit, but you're close. Even closer? Four. 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 There's four lines that we put in. Two in the beginning and two in the end. The first two brachas have an extra one and the last two brachas get an extra one, right? And it's very interesting that... Only when we insert the additional thing, not when we replace king for... for now when we what? Not the places where we replace the Yeah, I said not the place where we change the word from Hakel Kadosh Hamelcha Kadosh. Where we we there's four places where we say where we just put in extra lines, extra lines, extra lines. Um, I I left the back door open. If whoever's bringing it up, please come through the back. It's, it's easier. <coughs> so, uh, I think the chant's on its way. That's exciting, right, Pacey? Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, getting back, let's get back, let's get back, let's not get distracted. Come on, let's not get distracted by the chant. The chant will come, but, um, yes. Getting back to Rosh Hashanah, there's four things that we insert, four extra lines that we put in. Two in the first two brachas and two in the last two brachas. And that's what I want to talk about first tonight. And we're going to be, you know, Sunday night, you know, Thursday night, Friday night, Mr. Shabbos, Sunday night, in a mere 72 hours, we're going to be doing this for 10 days. And I want to examine these lines together and we're going to try to, uh, examine, explore and, and, uh, see what develops over here. Maybe a, a theme that develops as we go through these lines. Now, at first glance, all the lines are essentially asking for the same thing. What do we ask God for on Rosh Hashanah? What do we, what's a bon basic plea? We're asking for life. If we just boil down to one word, that's right. It's life. Zachreinu l'chaim. Give us life. We want life, right? We want life. And it seems that four times in different places, Shemun Ezra, we're asking for life. The question needs to be asked. Why do we have to ask for four times? Four times, ask it for one. Ask it once in Shemona Esrei. Put all your kayak into it, all your oomph, all your emphasis, and all your intentions, and just make it work once. So why asking for four times? Because maybe we didn't get right the first time, the second time, the third time. Four different chances to ask for life. That can't be. We don't just 
throw extra things into Shemona Esrei because we're afraid you didn't have Kavanah the first time around. We ask for life in four different places. And we got to zoom in on these requests for life because they can't be just asking for the same thing four times. And uh, if that's the case, there's got to be some kind of difference between one, two, three, and four, maybe some kind of progression that we can see. And let's look at the first one. I'm going to first read and translate them, and then we're going to look a little bit more closely and see... Thank you so, so, so much. Something very interesting maybe that develops over here. Let's see. First one goes like this. Which means, remember us for life, O king who, who, who desires in life, write us in the book of life for your sake, O living God. So what are we here? What are we here? Life, 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 life. The book of life, the book of life, the book of life. Next one. Who is like you? Merciful Father, you, you, you remember your creations for life. Remember us for life. So again, we're asking for life. Let's see the third one. Third one goes like this. Write for good life the people of your covenant. Again, asking for life. And the fourth one. In the book of life, blessing, peace, let's be written and inscribed, remembered and written rather, we and all of Klai Yisrael, for good life. So again, at first glance, it's life, 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 life. We're asking for life multiple, multiple times over here. In a different context. In four different places, yes. But we seem to be asking for the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's at first glance. But let's slow it down now. And if we look at it more carefully, we'll see that these modifications that we're going to be making to the Shona Esrei in just a bit actually do shape and develop from one to two to three to four. And not only we're not asking for the same thing four times in a row, we're not even asking the same way four times in a row. There's a very interesting development going on over here. Let's first focus on what we're asking for. What are we asking for line by line over here, step by step? So what are we asking for the first time around? What are we asking for the first time around? Zachreinu l'chaim. What are we asking for? Zachreinu l'chaim, remember us for? Remember us for life. Remember us for life. But that's all, life. Remember us for life. King who desires in life. So what's the first request? Life. Now listen to what we ask for the second time. What are we asking for the second time? Micha Micha Avarachamon, who is like you, merciful Father? Zaycha Yisur of Lechaim Berachamin. You remember us for life, Berachamin, with mercy. So there's a change, right? The first time around, what what's the, what are we asking for? Is he making a mushaga? He's he's asking him. We're asking Hashem just for life, just for life. The second time around, Remosha, Remosha. No, he says uh, some oil is taken. Oh, okay. First time around, what are we asking for? The only thing we're asking for is what? For good life. No, the first time, the first time. Life. For life. Remember us for life. First life, and then... The second time, we're asking life. for... Grab Maskos, you need help? Okay. Life is the last one. Second time around, we're asking for merciful life. 
Mm, so we hear something different, right? We're asking for something else now the second time around. Zorichar Yitzur V'lechaim Birachamim. Give us life with mercy. So, what if we, if we can have a choice between just life and merciful life, which, right. is, which quality, is the one we're going to go for? Exactly. The quality of life, the second time around, the second request, the quality of life is much different than the first time around. The first time around, we're just asking for life. There's an upgrade. There's an upgrade. Now, the second time around, we're asking for life berachamim. berachamim. Give us merciful life. What do we hear the third time around? Here there was an upgrade from the first to the second. What about the third time? Good life. Now we went from life, which is just basic life, to merciful life, to good life. Now we're actually asking for good, a good life. Now we're finally using the object of good. That's right. Not just life with mercy, but life that's kishmak, enjoyable, good life. And what do we ask for the fourth time? Now we see this pattern emerging. We see right away what's going on from the, the change from the third to the fourth, the fourth we get, now that we know what to look for, listen for the upgrade the fourth time around. I want everyone to listen, tell me what kind of life are we asking for the fourth time around, the fourth and final time. Besever Chaim in the book of life, Baracha, blessing, Vishalom, peace, Uparnasa Toiva, and good, good, Parnasa. Sustainable. And I'm going to read Nusuch Svard. If you knew Nusuch Svard, Mamish goes over here. Nusuch Ashkenaz starts with Parnasa Toiva. Nusuch Svard, Says Gzeiras Tovis, good decrees, Yeshuais, salvations, Nechamais, consolations, Nizachim, and he calls it the Fanach and Achim, the Cholam Chavayzer, the Chaim Tovim Ulushalim, good and peaceful life. These are all the attributes of enjoyable and good. That's right. That's the fourth and final one. And we went through the ceiling over here, right? We went through the roof. We went to the max. We want. That's right. Now we're throwing at everything, including the kitchen sink. So there's four, three upgrades, four different levels of life that we're asking for. And if we slow it down and pay close attention, something fascinating is going on over here. We're not asking for life four times in a row. Over the course of Shimon Esrei, the first two insertions, the last two insertions, we're asking for four different types of life. Four different types of life. Yes, sir, Moshe, you can come to the table, come to the table. Okay, all right, you're sure. Are you following, you're listening to where we're going right now? Is it, you know, there's a spot right here. Sure, Okay. So what are the what are the four levels of life that we've asked for? The first time around, we just said eh, life. God give us life, merciful life, good life. Then life mit Alice, life with the, the parnasa and shalom and everything. Alice. And let's slow that down a little bit. What does it mean? Thus meant what is life? Then merciful life and good life, and then the life with 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 all the with the cherries on top. So what what the first time around, we're just asking God. For simple life, uh, 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 Ramosha, tell me you're in the middle of the class. Are you taking the spoons and forks out? Can you, are you are you following along? No We're learning class, class now, class, class. Okay, so anyway, what does it mean to be alive? We're asking God for life, and what does it mean to ask God for life? What, what's life? What's the life that we're asking for? What? No, 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 no. The first time around, we're just asking for life. We go from life to merciful life to to a good life and then to life with all the bells and the whistles. The first thing that we ask for initially is just life. What does it mean, life? You know, you know who's the guy with life? The guy, the guy who's comatose in the hospital. He's alive. He's alive. That guy's alive, but just barely. Mm-hmm. He's alive, but not much else. 
Not much else. On Rosh Hashanah. No quality. There's a determination. There's a hanging in the balance. There's a psak. Life or death, Chas Hashanah. So when we open Shemana Esri, all we're asking for is life and nothing more than life. But let's let's appreciate what that means. What does that mean, life, as opposed to... What's, what's the dividing line between death and life? What's the first level of someone that is above that division of, 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 of life as opposed to death? The guy who's in a coma in the hospital. Right? The guy who's comatose. He's the one that is just above that line. That's Zachreinu Lechaim. Rebind Shem to give us life. Let's just start with life. Mm-hmm. All we're asking for is life. Again, no yid should ever have to know from this. No yid should ever have to know from this with, with themselves, with loved ones, with anyone. But we're asking for life. And, and this is the ba- most basic measurement of life. It doesn't mean we're asking for... <laughs> but don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that in the opening bracha of Shemun Esrei, we're asking Hashem for, for a coma. No, we want... We, 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 we definitely are, are, are going for as much as we can. That's not what we're asking for. But that is, that satisfies the basic definition of life. That's already called life. The guy who is barely, you know, making that EKG machine going, that, 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 that satisfies life. That already satisfies life. And that's the Chreinu Lechaim. Then, we ask for another level of life. Be merciful with this life. Give us life that's merciful. What does that mean? Okay, you know, this guy's not going to be in a coma. Merciful life means if we can let him come out of the coma. Keep breathing alone. That's right. Let no him breathe suffering. on his own. Mercy, oh yes, there's no suffering. Let him, let him emerge from the coma. Let him recognize his loved ones. That's mercy. I mean, a guy who, again, is chas shalom, hooked up to the machinery, and he's in a coma, and, and, and it's hanging in the balance. Should we leave him in the state, or should we show him a little bit of mercy? When you show someone like that, mercy, so he emerges from the coma, he recognizes his family and his loved ones, he can talk, he can breathe on his own, he can make him even eat on his own. But that's still not Chaim Toivim. The next level is, that's mercy. We, we, we tip the scales in his favor. The next level, as good we life. saw, Ksev L'chaim Toivim, good life. What's good life? Good life is... I, I, I can walk on my own two feet. Self-sufficient. I'm self-sufficient. I have control of my factors. I have good health. I have uh, the, the, the basics in terms of basic functioning. Health and, you know, I have all my five senses, Baruch Hashem. That's good life. Good life and I'm surrounded by friends and family and loved ones. That's good life. That's Chaim Toivim. That's the third level. But someone could have good life, Chaim Toivim, good quality of life, but maybe he struggles with his job, he has issues in his life that are, that are disturbing him, things that are bothering him, things that, that uh, are in the way, things that, that are interfering with, with, with the success. And that's what we're asking for the fourth time around. We're asking for everything. We don't want just, we don't just want basic life. We don't just want merciful life. We don't just want a good life. We want, not, we don't just want a good stable quality of life. We want life with all the trimmings, all the fixings, all the extras, the icing and the cherries on top. And that's the fourth bracha. The Sefer Chaim bracha, Vishalom Farnasa Toivo. Nizachev and Nikazev and again, We want everything. We want blessing. We want peace. We want good parnasa. We want to get along with everyone out there. We want to get along with everyone inside, outside. Yeshua's, we want salvations, consolations. We want life 
that's above and beyond. The third time around, we're asking for the basics of what it takes for quality of life. The fourth time around, we're asking for me'al me'aver, above and beyond quality of life. We want God to go the extra mile with us. We want extra special treatment. We want VIP. We want we don't want just coach. We don't want business seats. We want first class. So you can think of, you know, the four levels of Shemona Esrei are going from the guy who's flying. The highest level is the first class. Then we have business. We have coach. And beyond coach, we have the guy. What's the difference between first class and business? The first class the seats are much bigger. And also you get a lot more things for free. Leather I think seats. Leather seats. Yeah. Okay. get a lot more freebies. I think they lean yeah, back yeah. also. The seats lean back yeah. in first class. The business is just wider. They don't lean back. No, no, you can't. You can't. No, 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 no. When there's first class, first class is better than business. Anyway, well, in our airplane that we're talking about right now, Ramosha, the airplane that we're talking about right now, this airplane has four different classes. Okay, this airplane that we're talking about, this airplane has a first class, a coach, a business class, a coach class, and the guy who snuck his way onto the plane, who who locked himself in the bathroom. The whole flight. Or, or he's on the wing. <laughs> yeah, or he's flying on the wing. Yeah, he either locked himself in the bathroom. You know, uh, once uh, I remember once we took a a family trip, and um, we were in California. We took a train to Southern California, and a train back. We were like spending time there in California. Nice. Took a very nice train ride down the coast, Southern California, right by the border. Yep. Took a train back, yep. and it was like an hour train ride. And the bathroom Tijuana. was locked the whole time. Meaning someone jumped on, locked himself in, and he was in the bathroom. Everyone was banging on the door, randomly the door. Illegals. The conductors. That's right. And, and, uh, and, uh, he was locked in that bathroom the entire, the entire train ride. He wanted the train, the bathroom, he had to go forward a few cars. Anyway, so, uh, so that's the fourth class, the guy who's locked into the bathroom. And, and, and that, he spent, he spent, he managed spending, spending, you know, a 12 hour flight locked in the bathroom. That's not kishmak. Nope. Imagine spending 120 years, a lifetime, Eilam has it, locked in the bathroom. So that's the first level of life. That's just basic life. That's the guy who is stuck in the hospital. Then, Chaim Toivim, okay, he is, he has faculties, he has senses, he can, he can communicate. Then there's, that, that's Chaim Barachim, I'm sorry. Chaim Toivim is quality of life, the basics. And then, that's coach, that's business class. First class is not just the basics, everything with the bells and the whistles. So when we slow down, and focus on the four requests over here, for the four levels of requests that we're making, we see, again, a very clear pattern emerging in terms of upgrades that we're asking for in terms of our life. Upgrades that we're asking for. What's Pshat? What's the, what's the, what's the explanation behind this? Meaning, we see that build up, and we see, we see we're going from basic Chaim, to Chaim Barachimim, Barachimim, to Chaim Toivim, to Parnos, etc. Why don't we just ask for everything right away? Why, why is there this build up? What's going on with this Strength. stuff? And if we look at the four insertions, Strength we actually see, hand in hand, with upgrade after upgrade after upgrade, we see another pattern emerging. And the second pattern that emerges is the explanation behind the scenes as to why we're building up step by step by step by step. We see a pattern emerging, not just in terms of what we're asking for, but in terms of who is the one that's asking. Lumberzen. Let's go back again one by one and we'll see the second pattern emerging and that is who is asking. So I'm going to read them again. Let's now try to hear in the, in the tefillahs over here who are the people that are asking for life. So the first time around, what do we have? Zachreinu l'chaim, remember us for life, just life. 
We're not asking for anything more than life. We went back to level one. This is the bathroom class. Melech Chavetz B'chaim, O King who desires life. And writes in the book of life, for your sake. Who are we appealing to over here? The king. The king. Good for you, Ilya. We're appealing to the king. What does that mean? Our first request for life is a one-sided request. When I go to the king, who am I, am I appealing to? If I have to go to the king, if I have to go to the king, that means I have no merits on my own. I have nothing to speak for, for myself. I'm not coming with any credits. I'm not coming with, you know, the receipt over here. What happened to your money back guarantee, right? You don't come to the king with that. You go to cashier. You go to Amazon, right? You go to back to Target, to Walmart. I want my, I'm not a satisfied customer. Where's your money back guarantee? When I have credits, when I have merits, when I have something to my name, I don't go to the king. Who do I go to? I go to the, you know, the local, I go to the local ruler, the local authority. I go to the representative. I, I go to the, the, the police department. You know, I call my insurance company. If I have a file to claim, and I have a, 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 a claim to file, and I have merits and credits, so I go to the people that I can cash those credits in with, right? When do you go to the king? When you go straight to the king, if you're hopeless. If you're totally hopeless. And you have nothing to your name, nothing to your credit, then you gotta go straight to the king, because the king has the, is the only one that has in his power to do what he wants without any credits to your name. Anyone else below the king has to work with what we call schusim, has to work with merits, with credits, you have to have something to your name. But the king can do favors for you, even if you currently don't have any credit built up. So in the first brach of Shmon Asrei, we enter Shmon Asrei, like people that are empty-handed. We have no credit, we have no merits, we're, we're not emboldened, and we're certainly not empowered, we have nothing to our name. That's how we enter Shemona Esrei. Lowly, downtrodden people that are, that are really hopeless. And if we're hopeless, there's only one address to appeal to, and that address is the King Himself, Hashem. But since we're coming without any credits, since we're coming without any merits, we can't push our luck over here, right? What do we ask Hashem for? For just for life. Hashem, just give, give me life and I'm happy. Because I know I don't have any merits. I, I don't feel I'm coming with any credits. I don't feel like I'm coming with any strengths. Humble. Exactly. Humility and, and self-effacing and uh, understanding that I really don't have anything to my credits. So that's A, why we're only asking for life, because B, we're appealing to the king himself. Shemona Esrei progresses, we progress. As we continue in our Shemona Esrei, we're able to continue in our bond with God and we're able to see that we do have maybe something to our credit. And we don't just have to appeal empty-handed as people that are impoverished and down on our luck and have nothing to our name. No, maybe we do have something to argue for ourselves. And what's that? Look, Let's look at the next appeal now. Micha Moicha of Harachamon, who is like you, merciful father, Zoicha Yitzur of Lechaim Barachamon. Remember your creations with, for life with mercy. Now we're asking for merciful life. We've upgraded one match. We're emboldened a little bit. We're not, no longer just asking for Chaim, we're asking for Chaim Barachim. Hashem, get us out of this coma. Shake us up, give us, give us, you know, sensory perception. Give us a little bit more. What, what gives us the right to ask for this? Because we see it's not just a one-sided relationship. It's not just Hashem as a king. 
Hashem now becomes a what? Let's read it again. Micha Micha Avarachamim. Merciful Father. Hashem is not just a king, now Hashem is a father. Wow, what an eye-opening idea. When Hashem is a father, not a king, then the dam begins to crack open a little bit. So what's the difference between a king and a father? A king has subjects. A king does have all <laughs> encompassing and ultimate total power to do whatever he wants. But at the same time, I'm just a subject of the king. And it, it's, again, it, it's a relationship where I have expectations, I have duties, and I, I, if I fell short, the king says, I mean, I'm sorry, but this is, a, this is a, I'm running this kingdom like a tight ship, I'm running the corporation. The king is like a CEO, he's a supreme leader, leader of the, comp- of the company, the corporation, of the kingdom, and, you know, if I'm not doing my part, there's no intrinsic bonds between me and the king to say that better and differently, I'm dispensable. I'm dispensable to the king. Any one subject, he can get rid of and replace him with somebody else. A father is someone else. With the father, you have a different relationship. What's your relationship like with your father? You're a child. You're their creation. You're their handiwork. And a father is going to be inclined to having mercy. A father is merciful. A king is going to be much more hardline. A king is going to exercise din, judgment, justice, harshness, and exactitude, because a king, again, a king sees you as dispensable. So even if you manage to convince the king to give you life, you're not going to be able to sway him too much and, and open those floodgates to give you lots of life. Because again, the king has to take his whole kingdom into account. Did you do what you were supposed to do, or did you not do what you were supposed to do? Were you up to par or subpar? The father doesn't look at job performance. The father says, hey, you're my kid, and you're indispensable. And a father is inclined to mercy where the king is not. So that's why... We've grasped now, when we made it to the second bracha, we've upgraded, we've moved up, and our appeal to God also can upgrade now. God goes from a king, well, God's not just my king, he's my father. And I'm what? His creation. If he's my father, he created me, he made me. Tata, you're no longer a king, you're a tata. If you made me, have mercy on your creation. Yes, I'm still empty-handed, I'm still impoverished. But I can appeal now to mercy. And that's why now we can say, have merciful life. Give me merciful life. Tip the scales, you know, if this thing is going to beep, 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 let it go, beep, 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 you know, give us brain activity. Bring us back to life. Bring us out of that coma. Bring us out of the hospital. And that's exactly what we say, beautifully, this reads back in beautifully, who's like you, merciful father, we're not appealing to the Melech. In the first insertion, we appeal to the Melech, now we're appealing to our father. Remember your creations. If you're my father, you created me, God. A father creates his children. God creates us. A king has subjects, a parent has creations. God created us. I came from God. And remember me for mercy. You created me, have mercy on me. That's the second level up. The third level up, we upgrade even one more step in terms of to whom we're appealing. Remember, we see there's two levels of patterns that are emerging that go side by side over here. The levels of quality of life are going to be paralleling the level of the appeal based on my relationship with God. So first we appeal to the king, next we appeal to the father. Now look at this. We're getting even more bold by the third appeal. Write us for good life. Good life. Get me out of the hospital. Get me on my own two feet. Get me out of these crutches. Get me out of this brace. Give me health and happiness. Give me good quality of life. Upgrade me to business section. Get me out of coach. I want to be in business section. Why? Who am I appealing to? And what am I appealing for? Kol b'nei v'risecho. We're not, no longer appealing to the king. 
nor to the father. We're appealing to people who have a covenant, a pact with God, a promise with God, a bond with God, a bris. God, you made a bris with us. You made a promise. Yes, and that's the third upgrade. We realize we can invoke that argument also, that merit as well. We are members of your covenant. In other words, you're not just a king who has subjects that we may have performed well, we may have performed miserably. You're not just a father who has creations, who's inclined to be merciful and compassionate. You made a pact with us. You made a bond with us. You made a promise to us. We entered a bris. We give all of our boys, we give a bris milah. And all of us stood by Harsinai and had a bris and a pact together with you. And all of us stood by the plains of Moab before we went to, into Eretz 40 years later. And we made another bris with you. And we sealed a bris together, God. We made a promise. You promised us that you're going to love us. You promised us that you're going to take care of us. You promised us that you're going to look after us. And if we can invoke that prom, that, that bris, that bond, that covenant, we can up the bar, up the ante, and upgrade our class in terms of what we're asking for. Now that we're b'nei secha, we no longer have to only just ask God for basic life, for quality of life, for, for, uh, you know, the basics for, for economy class, we can now ask for, for, for business class. Because God, you made a promise with us. And what's the difference between the merciful father and someone who made a promise? The merciful father still wants to see how his kids are doing, if his kids are up to par, but he's, he's gonna go to the side of mercy. He's inclined towards mercy where the king is not. So I'm checking you with that, cause I'd like to see, I wanna be happy with my kids, I don't, I wanna be pleased with them, I don't wanna be disappointed, but you know, I can tip the scales in terms, in the, towards the side of mercy. But, Mercy is not the same thing as muchness. Mercy means within my sentencing, God will be merciful, so he'll let me out of the hospital. He'll let me recover. He'll let me, he'll let me have a quality of life. Let's say. That's, that's, um, that's, um, Chaim Berachman. I'm sorry, he'll, he'll, he'll have mercy on me, where he could have not had mercy. But mercy, again, is, is, is that, is still a, 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 a fine-tuned, a fine line difference between basic life and merciful life. And it still, again, doesn't get me all the way up, but when when we are dealing with B'nai secha, we've gone beyond just the king, we've gone beyond the father, and we've gone to the level of God, you made a promise with us, you made a pact with us, you made a, a covenant with us. We can tell God is, regardless of my job performance, regardless of the kind of year that I had, you made a promise with us, and make good on that promise. God, you have to make good on that promise. You have to give me Chaim Tov. I want quality of life. I want a Geshmaka life. I want everything that everyone's entitled to in life. Chaim Tov. I want business class. And again, what gives us the right to ask for that? Because we are now B'nai V'risecha. God made us a promise. And what's the fourth and final level again? The fourth level, we ask for everything. Alice. The book of life and blessing, and peace, and good parnasa, and gzairus toivos, yeshuas v'nechamos, salvations and, and, and consolations, and comforting, we should be written and inscribed. Now we're asking for everything. We're throwing the whole nine yards in here. What gives us the right now to ask her so much, Rabbi Isai? What gives us the right to earn this final, final upgrade? Because we made it to the final level. 
We've gone from appealing to the king who looks at our job performance, who can, who can write us down for life, but it's not going to be more than life if he's, if we had a, you know, a dismal performance. We can appeal to the, to our father who created us, who still wants to receive nachas and not disappointment, but also, okay, I, you're my son, I made you, I'll be merciful. We can appeal to God as ha- having made us a promise, and that'll give us chaim toivim, quality of life. But even when we invoke that promise, it doesn't go beyond quality of life. It's not going to give us that final upgrade all the way to first class. So the seats that lean back to the unending goodies, to the complimentary champagne and bourbon and caviar that you get in first class and Perrier, it's not going to get us all those perks. Bracha, Shalom, Parnasa, Toiva, even invoking God's promise with us is not going to give us these things. Why? Because there's a critical difference between the first three levels and the fourth and final level. Till now, and let's speak this out, let's speak out very clearly, the difference between the final level and the one before, the final upgrade. What separates the third level from the fourth? Until now, there's a, there's, there's a basic difference between really the first three and the fourth. The first three, we're always appealing to God in terms of who God is, not in terms of us at all. We're asking Hashem for favors based on who God is. There, it's all one size, it's all one way, it's all unilateral. It's all about God and nothing about us, but we just have increasing levels of why God should give us favors. God, do me a favor because you're the king and you have the power to give me life. God, do me a favor because you're my father and you have the power to give me merciful life. You, you'll have mercy on me. God, give me quality of life, good life, because you made a promise with me. And you give me better life. But till now, every level of the three levels are about asking God for something because of who God is. Not, nothing to do with me. You made a promise. You're locked into that promise. You're my father. So you're locked into being my father. You're my king. So you're locked into being my, fi- my king. The fourth level, what gives us the right to ask? For all the trimmings and the fixings and the bells and the whistles and the, you know, the, 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 the super duper, duper deluxe, the rubious, dubious model out there. What gives us the right to ask for the Learjet, the Concorde, with first class on the SpaceX flight with all the trimmings? Because now we enter the picture. We're also present. We're also present. We were children down on the second level. Now we enter the picture also. Now we finally enter the picture. It's not a unilateral request anymore. It's not just asking God to give. We are also stepping up to the plate and we're saying we're presenting ourselves to God as people who deserve something. That's where we made it to probably the final level from Ezra. And that's why you can ask for everything. And, and what's that? What's, what, what's that fourth and final level that, that we are people that deserve something? Let me read it and let's see who can pick up on it. And this is the fourth and final upgrade. Listen carefully. Everything comes together with such a beautiful... Uh, over here. Let's see this. The Sefer Chaim Baruch B'Shalom Parnasa Toiva in the book of life, blessing, and peace. Parnasa Toiva Nizachem and Yikasev Lefanecha Anachnu We the Chol Amcha Beis Yisrael and the entire Jewish nation. This is finally the last and final the last and final request. We finally invoke the fact that we're Jewish. We're part of the Jewish nation. Never came until now. First level, we were appealing to a king. The second level, as children to a father. The third level, God made a promise, a covenant. The fourth level, we're coming armed, Rabbi Yisai, with a card. 
were card-carrying members uh, of Kala Yisrael. Yeah, we should. They had that jail, stay out of jail, right? We are card-carrying members of... Here, Menachem, this is for you. That one's for you. We're card-carrying members of Kala Yisrael. Of Kala Yisrael. And what that means is, we've shot to a new frontier over here in terms of the fourth request that we're making. We're making a request as people that are Yidin, people that are Kala Yisrael. And that finally allows us to bring something to the plate from our end, as opposed to just asking for divine mercy from God. If we are Kala Yisrael, that means... By virtue of our presence down here, we are people that represent God. People that reflect God. People that are, so to speak, an extension of God. Agents of God. Emissaries of God. Ambassadors of God. Pilots of God. Captains of God's ship. All of the above. By virtue of the fact that we are merely present, whether we're doing mitzvahs or whether we're doing averis, whether we're doing everything in the book or we're not doing anything in the book, whether we're breaking everything in the book or we're keeping everything in the book, every Jew, by virtue of the fact that he is present on this planet, is a representative of God. We stood by our Sinai. We received the Torah. We have marching orders. We have a mission statement. And just receiving that mission statement puts us in a place that no guy can ever touch. What an amazing insight. What a beautiful idea. If I'm here, present on this earth, even if I'm in, you know, the most dismal state possible, I had the worst possible year, but God, I'm a Jew. And I'm alive. And I'm a Jew and I'm proud. And I'm a Jew and by virtue of the fact that I'm a Jew, I'm your representative down here. I have marching orders, I have a mission statement, and I have potential and capabilities to bring your light into this world, and to bring your presence in this, into this world, and to bring your Shekhinah out into this world. Just by virtue of the fact that my feet are planted on this ground. I'm a member of Kleiser. I'm bringing something to the plate. And if I'm a member of Klai Yisrael, God, look, look who I am down here. Yeah, I may have had a rotten year, but there's one of your representatives down here. Someone who has the ability to share your light. Someone who has the ability to transform the world. So give me everything. Give me everything so now I can transform the world. Give me the works. Give me all the trimmings and the fixings so I can make good on that. But the, by the mere fact that I can come and present myself as someone who represents you, regardless of what my job performance is like, that gives me the right to ask for everything. Because I'm saying, God, let me make good on this this coming year. And to to, to present all that to God means to be a member of Klai Yisrael. That's what it means to be Klai Yisrael. Kol Amcha Beis Yisrael. I now come as a member of Klai Yisrael. A member of Klai Yisrael is a member of that beautiful, holy, treasured nation that stood by our scene and received the Torah. Has a mission statement. Has the potential and the capabilities of bringing God's light into this world. And even just possession of the potential gives me now the ability to ask for everything. Now, the final request is no longer one-sided. The final request, I come with my own contribution also. When I come with my contribution, A, I can ask for much more, and B, look what that contribution is. That contribution is, I'm here to terraform the world. I'm here to transform the world. I'm here to bring your light into the world. Yeah, I may not have done such a good job till now, but I can do it, and I will do it, and I want to do it. So God, give me everything. That gives us the right now to ask for everything. So this is hopefully a, a very nice um, uh, um, journey that we went on. Going through the four steps. One, two, three, to four. One, to two, to three, to four. Sorry. One, two, three, four. And appreciating the upgrades from, from each one to the next. 
and understanding the upgrades from each one to the next, who we are upgrades from one to the next, where we're coming from change from one to the next, and what that is allows us to ask upgrades from one to the next. So we should uh, take these kavanas into our Shemona essays that we're going to be davening this coming Sunday night. We should daven very, very well, Rabbi Yisai. All of our tefillah should penetrate and pierce the heavens, should go to the Kisei HaKavid. We should be zaych this coming Rosh Hashanah, 5783, Tavshin Pei Beis. It's a Pei Gimel. Right now it's Pei Beis. Tavshin Pei Gimel, 5783. To daven with Holy Kavada for our davening to be accepted on high by the Holy One, blessed He. We should all be Nichtav and Nechtam, written and, and, and sealed, the Sefer Chaim Toivim Aruchim V'Shalom, in the Sefer Chaim, indeed, Bracha V'Shalom Parnosa Toivo, Gzeirois Toivois Yeshuas V'Nachamois, all good things, only good things, everything that we need, and tons of it, and we should have an amazing and sweet, happy new year. Thank you all for joining.